like 7.30 on my own. You know when that happens? Like, it's early enough that you're, or, no, it's more like 8.30. Early enough where you're like, I wish I slept in more. But you're sort of also lying there going like, it's 8.30, I'm an adult, wake the fuck up, <laughs> wake yeah. the fuck up. At the same time, at the same time, sometimes you just gotta wake up, get out of bed. It depends on the day. Attack that day. Yeah, I don't know. Get you, those gears in motion, night, baby. Get those gears in motion. The full gears in motion. Full the gear, full oh yeah, gear the, is in motion, right? I am so excited for us to go to Baltimore in November. Full it's gear. like four days after my birthday. Mike, this will be a great birthday celebration for you and for <laughs> me. When we find ourselves in Baltimore, a lot of shit oh, going on before Baltimore, the folks. The beautiful streets of Baltimore. The beautiful street. I've seen The Wire. I know how this goes. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, to the only wrestling podcast online that you can find, uh, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, and my co-host, Mike the Shoot Shepard. (laughs) Bang, bang, baby. You know what? You know what? This was a great, uh, folks, we got a great show coming up. We got a great show. The King of the Ring Tournament is still surprisingly strong still. It's going Um, good. Uh, Who killed Roman Reigns? This is going to keep rolling. And uh, (laughs) we had a couple pay-per-views. Uh, that we're gonna get to right off the bat. Um, before we there were uh, let's 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 do a WWE sandwich right now, which is okay. we're gonna we're gonna start with one. Well, or like well, the show, so we can start with one WWE thing, then cross over to something else, and then we'll uh, <laughs> pop back over to WWE later on. Of course, yes, folks. Um, we had an NXT UK takeover. <laughs> Uh, Lovely Cardiff. Lovely Cardiff. Jimmy Cardiff. Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff, England. Yeah. Uh, That's not bad. That's a not bad impression. I can I can hear it. I can hear it in my headphones. That's a not bad impression. You're you're complimenting yourself on this one. That is that is correct. That is correct, (laughs) folks. Thanks to UK, we had the last takeover. Um, was like what Liverpool? We had Pete Dunne, Walter, uh, the the Mustache Mountain thing going on, and uh, we had another show this week that uh, did not disappoint. No, this was a pretty good show. Every takeover, you know, has a. You know, it's got high expectations to live up to, and it certainly did. So, yeah, you want me to just run through this thing? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's. Uh, wh- whatever you, whatever you got, whatever you got. Did you catch every match on this uh, on this card here? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the whole show wasn't. I kind of watched it in chunks. I watched all out all at once, and then later on, I watched this. But uh, yeah, started off with Noam Dar versus Travis Banks. Uh, Noam Dar from Two Hundred Five Live, but this is a better spot from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a good little opening match. Two little guys flying all around the ring. Noam Dar hits the Novarella, which is basically a shining wizard for the win. Uh, great. You know, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Bring in people over cross-branding NXT TakeOver, or sorry, NXT UKs to 205 Lives. Noam Dar someone who, I don't know who the hell he is. So if he works yeah. a bit over here, <laughs> then why the heck not? So there you go. Yeah, gives him a shine. This is probably the first big singles match he's had in a long time, so. But then we go backstage where Cesaro's uh, there. He's getting interviewed, and he just wants to issue an open challenge. He doesn't care who. He just he's here for a fight. And then uh, this guy by the name of Ilya Dragunov just walks by and scoffs at him, and he just, comes out. Just, just walking on by. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so he cuts a promo, and this is your match. Cesaro versus Ilya Dragunov. I like that name. 
Uh, it's uh, it's it's like a uh, from it's Rocky, like a Rocky Three villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's a Rocky <laughs> villain. But uh, yeah, so uh, the crowd was obviously very happy to see Cesaro there, treating him like the the main eventer that he could be, should be. Um, yeah, so we got the Russian versus the Swiss Superman here. Just a good classic wrestling clash match. of the countries. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragunov. He put up a good fight, but then he takes a a nasty Death Valley driver into the corner. And he eats a super uppercut into the neutralizer for the win. So Cesaro gets the win, but he, uh, after the match, he acts like he's going to attack Dragunov. But then he psychs everyone out, shakes his hand, and whispers some words of encouragement. So there you go. Two, uh, that's, that's two takeovers in a row where a main roster star has come down, uh, you know, in, and, and put someone over, you know, in, in going over themselves. Man, wouldn't that be sick? Like you're at a, you're already at an NXT UK takeover show where the show feels so intimate, yeah. and then suddenly Cesaro is just there. That's like you know, <laughs> you get a bonus. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 the equivalent of yeah. You're at OVO festival. You don't know who's announced. Next thing you know, Eminem's walking out on stage. <laughs> like, just, oh shit! What? <laughs> and then he brings out Dr. Dre, and then everyone's like, what? "That next thing you know, oh my god!" Yeah, the whole the <laughs> then whole Snoop comes out. And the whole all aftermath. Family is there. See, it's, this, yeah. it's that Nate idea. Dog's back from the dead. <laughs> Nate Dog. Nate Dog. <laughs> for some reason, deep pull. That's a deep pull, Mike. Oh, Nate Dog. Come on, I come on, Nate respect Dog. Respect our listeners' uh, knowledge of rap music. We're moving on to uh, we're on to a triple title threat match. tag team. One of the best looking championships in wrestling, the UK tag titles here. Uh, the grizzled young veterans are your champs, James Drake and Zach Gibson, um, against Mark Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, and then the team of Gallus. Uh, I don't know what that name's supposed to mean, but it's Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. I'm gonna, something. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, just like at the last takeover. Uh, it's rowdy UK crowd. They start doing their singing and they take all their shoes off. I want to know what they, they're doing. <laughs> they say, if you what... hate Gibson, take your shoes off. And they all know the tune. They're just singing along. So I like that. I'd like to see that some somewhere other some other places. Like, Mike, all we have to do, all we have to do to is on. go to the end the next UK takeover. That's all we have to <laughs> take do. Take our Mike. shoes off. Yeah. Just hop on a plane. So, uh, yeah, the big baby faces in this match, Andrews and Flash Morgan, lots of love from them, doing all these flips, keeping the crowd happy, um, crazy reverse Hurricane Rana, shooting star press, all sorts of big moves like that. Uh, yeah, eventually they have the pin, but then Gibson pulls the ref out at two, and all these shenanigans allow Morgan to hit the mayhem. Uh, all this other crazy shit happens. Let me see what finally happened. Oh, yeah. Shooting star press. Uh, on top, and then his partner... I've lost track of everything Jesus here. Mark Christ. Andrews and Flash Morgan. Drew, who gets yeah. the win? There were so many crazy... Just fl- Everyone was flipping all over the place. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster get the win. They're your new <laughs> tag team champions. Crowd was super happy for them. Yeah, I was all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> you you were all over the place. Apparently yeah. the match was, too. Because um, half these guys, I some of them I knew, some of them I didn't, so I can't even remember who does what and who is... <laughs> and who, and who but, is who, and what is where, and... yeah. But Andrews and Flash Morgan, they stood out. They look good. So there you go. Happy crowd. There you go. Uh, there you go. New champs. Yeah. Another thing that was all over the place was this Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey, last man standing. Uh, so basically, yeah, you get what you expect. They brawl all around the ring. Uh, Coffey gets thrown hard into the turnbuckle, and then the top rope just breaks right off. So I'm sure that was planned, but it looked cool. Cool, unique spot. 
Um, eventually, they get up into the crowd onto the stage where they shoot like the pre-show area, and they just fight on the structure, and then they go both go falling off. Uh, and the ref starts counting. Both men get up to nine, and then one guy gets kicked down, and then uh, yes, there's your ten count. Joe Coffee wins. Joe Coffee, great name, good win. Yeah, right. Moving right along, the two two main events of the show. We had the women's championship: Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray, not Kylie Ray. Uh, Weird. Yeah, another Brit. This is the Brit. Brit versus Brit. Kaylee Ray playing the heel here. Lots of vicious slaps to Tony's face. I think uh, Tony Storm is uh, not British. I think she's from the uh, from Australia or New Zealand. Some other thing. Oh yeah, New Zealand. One of them. One of them. Uh, yeah, so Storm hits a beautiful-looking tiger bomb. They call it the Storm Zero, but Kaylee kicks out. Uh, Kaylee, uh, yeah, eventually Kaylee, she hits a gory bomb into the ropes and then hits another one and gets the pinfall. A bit of a surprise. Kaylee Ray is the new NXT UK Women's Champ. Kaylee Ray, not to be confused with, uh, Kylie Ray. Kylie, yeah, Smiley Kylie. But, um, yeah, bit of an upset here, but a good match. Smiley Kaylee, Smiley Kaylee. Great, new champs. And the main event, yeah, the main events. I don't know this 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 match is. Uh, I don't even know what to say about it. A five star match. A five, a five star, star match. match. What? I'm predicting five star. Yes, Mike. Believe I've, it or not, I've never heard you say those words, Mike. You know that. You <laughs> I know, think you, I. You you've agreed that some some you know. I think you've agreed that some great matches are great matches, but I've never think that you've declaratively <laughs> come out and ever said. Okay, well, five to be star. fair. This is my third five-star match of the year, so in what? my opinion, just because okay, well, I haven't yeah, said maybe anything. Maybe the other ones are more silent than others. Yeah. You know, like you... Dustin versus Cody. That's a five-star five star match. Easy. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. That was a, the first one. I think was the best ones for my favorite. That was a five-star. Anyways, this match here: Walter versus Tyler Bate for the UK Championship. Everyone's singing Walter's entrance. We all love that theme song. Uh, <laughs> the big size difference. That's the story of the match. David versus Goliath. Uh, the crowd starts singing Walter as a wanker at one point. They know all the <laughs> tunes. They got like a thousand different, they're a whole jukebox. How um, do they have so many? <laughs> How are, they, are they coordinating these things? <laughs> but the little Tyler Bate, he picks up Walter for a big scoop slam for a huge pop from the crowd. This was like their Hogan, Hogan Andre the Giant moment. Bate even <laughs> did like a Hulk Hogan pose after. Uh, yeah, Walter beats him around, fucking big power bombs into the ring posts. Uh, Fucking, oh yeah, Tyler Bate, he lifts Walter, hits an exploder suplex off the apron to the floor. He does all this other crazy shit. Uh, he even gets Walter on his shoulders and hits a burning hammer, but he's unable to cover cover Walter in time. Uh, yeah, Tyler Bate, he was like the British Daniel Bryan in this match. He was just all over the place. The British he Daniel hit, Bryan. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. He even hits his finisher, the Tyler Driver 97, but Walter somehow kicks out. And this is when Bate gets super mad. He takes off his wrist tape, starts throwing heavy blows at Walter, but he can't keep him down. Walter hits a dragon suplex on the apron. Fucking Bate's neck bent like a well-cooked piece of asparagus there. And then he <laughs> throws him back in the ring. Uh, Walter hits the Walter splash, but Bate kicks out at two. Oh. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's Everybody, seen that before. Everyone kicking out. So <laughs> Walter hits a, board, a couple more big moves. Um... Uh, a big power bomb, and then Bate kicks out at one, and he's all fired up. But Walter hits him with a clothesline from hell and finally gets the pinfall. And yes, this match was incredible. One of my top, it's in my top three for match of the year. And uh, it went 42 minutes and 12 seconds, but it didn't even feel like it was that long. It was just everything was great. 
Uh, yeah, such a good match. Jesus Tyler Bate got Christ. a standing ovation. Yeah, I recommend you watch it, even if you know the finish. Uh, just it's still worth it. Folks at I, home, I, watch I, I'm the predicting match. Meltzer. Meltzer will give this match five stars. It's the highest rated match of the weekend, more than anything from All Out, which I didn't think at first until I saw this. <laughs> which I because <laughs> I watched this point. after All Out. Well, I think Anyways, he gave. We'll get to that. Uh, I think he gave that. I think he gave that that Adam Cole match a five and a half. Mike, is this is this uh, is Uncle Dave going to say this is better than the five and a half stars? Well, I mean, for for me, it doesn't go past five, so whatever. Well, but can... but but <laughs> he goes up to seven. No, no, I think there's no up to amount. I know there is no up to, but I mean, if I if it was my scale, uh, right, right, be right, right, five course, is the the hard limit's five, but I'm also you know you could see a dozen five star matches in here. It's a good point. Whereas Dave might not be so great. Anyways, it's all it's all uh, it's a good it's point. All real. It's a good point, folks. That was the uh that was the NXT takeover Cardiff show. Yes. Yeah, okay, let's keep this sandwich. Let's keep chewing on this sandwich. I'm yeah, bringing it back to, to the, the middle. The, the way the middle, the meat. The meat and the potato bacon, the cheese. The, the cheese, the the creamy m- m- mustard. <laughs> Uh, of course, that is um, that is all Leeds Wrestling's last pay per view before they go to television. Let's let's get to some AEW shit. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Yeah, let's sweet. get all out. It's all out. Um, live, ah, fucking somewhere. They're all somewhere. Chicago. They're Chicago. all somewhere. Chicago. Chicago. That sounds. That sounds yes. about right. Uh, so we all know they're going to air in a month. Um, we all know that the Moxman is out, and yeah. um, real excited for what a what a Crackleberry, Crackle Barrel, cra- Crackle Barrel clashes. As soon as I heard that word, I was uh, <laughs> drawn in. I was yeah, drawn in. I, um, did you watch the pre-show at all? Yes, the buy-in. Uh, yeah, actually, I went over to my friend's house, and he actually ordered it. So I saw the whole thing on official ordered pay-per-view. It. Yeah, he paid. He wow. was he bought in, and that and uh, yeah, they started. I got like, right there at like seven, and the, they started right away on the buy-in. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I think I came in like halfway through, or I want to say two rounds into the casino battle royal. Yeah, so uh, Nyla Rose started it off. She was the big, the big woman of the ring, uh, taking on the big load in the match. Uh, the librarian Leva Bates did the Kofi spot where she was throwing it out, but she hung on by her feet and then stepping uh, on books. Yeah, Peter Avalon, librarian buddy, was throwing books down for her, like the the floor is lava thing. She was stepping on air, and uh, this girl Priscilla Kelly, she was new to me, but I liked what I saw from her for a little bit. Um, but then eventually, pretty much this happens like a couple rounds. Nyla Rose just ends up cleaning house, clearing out the whole ring, and then she waits for the next batch to come out. Uh, so I feel Britt like, Baker I feel like she there. did that twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only like four groups, but uh, so Britt Baker's in the next group. She was one of the crowd favorites, and uh, Emma was there. I don't. I forget what her they call her now in AEW. Was uh, she in Tenille the last Dashwood. One? Is that what it is? Was yeah, she in the last? I think it's just her real name. Okay, yeah. so yeah, Emma. Emma's easier to remember. Um, <laughs> hey, if we're if we're if we're going Moxley, <laughs> we gotta go to Neil. Okay, I'll try it's to remember. It's only fair. Tenille. It's only fair. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, awesome Kong was there. Brandy Rhodes. They were working together. Uh, Tia Piper, Roddy Piper's daughter. She got a good pop from the crowd. And then finally, the last entrant, the Joker or the Wild Card, whatever they call it, Mercedes Martinez. Uh, she's great. I know her from the the May Young Classic and a couple other things. 
So the crowd popped. They, they were excited to see her. They yeah, I could tell shit. they were excited. But, uh, oh, I didn't listen to half the show. That show, folks, at home, that's that, that, I, okay. I, I don't know how important that is. I didn't start listening <laughs> until uh, the Lucha Brothers match. <laughs> that's Lucha fine. Because I, I was I, at work. I'll, I was at work. I'll fill in the blanks here. Uh, Let's go yeah, watch so the my- show. I know what's going on. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she put up a good fight, but she gets eliminated. And the final three comes down to Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and B Priestley. So the the two smaller women team up for a bit to try to take out Nyla Rose, and then Baker hits this uh, Canadian destroyer on Priestley, Priestley, and uh, eliminates her right after. But then Priestley pulls a Hulk Hogan and grabs onto Baker's arm from the outside, allowing Nyla Rose to throw her out from behind. So Nyla wins the battle royal and gets the fight for the first ever AEW Women's Championship on October second, baby. Yeah, and she had ten eliminations in this match, so they booked her very strong here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, unstoppable. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen, but this is the exact same finish as the 1992 Royal Rumble when Hulk Hogan was tossed out by Psycho Sid, and then he, <laughs> he grabbed Sid's arm, and then Ric Flair stuck up behind and dumped him over to win. No way, really? And that's when Ric Flair won his first WWF championship, which was on the line in the Rumble. So there's a fun that's fact. Funny. That's funny. A little, little callback, a little callback there. A little callback. But, uh, yeah, on to the next match, the final part of the buy-in. We had the private party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, yeah, private party, they just remind me so much of the Street Profits. Like, the same same style of wrestling. Now, which, what, what do you, who do you think came first? The Street Profits or the, uh, or the private parties? It's hard to say. I wonder. It sure. is, it's tough to say. It is tough to say. Yeah, but uh, this is still a fun tag match. Lots of... Uh, Lots of hot, quick action. Private Party had the Hurricane Rana party and hit some crazy reverse Ranas. They're calling them Poison Ranas, including one off the top rope. And then the big finale came with a top rope Hurricane Rana into a diamond cutter. Crazy finishing move. I think they called it the gin and juice or something. <laughs> so Private Party are your winners. Uh, and then after the match, the other guys do the heel, sore loser thing, beat them down. And then the final thing before the pre-show, there was some like action movie film promo. For a guy named Wardlow. Did you see that? I did, but I didn't know. <laughs> I guess new yeah. dude. New dude, just, I guess. Yeah. Shit. We don't know who I, he is. I totally just, forgot. And I didn't even. I, I did. It's just like a little action movie. Yeah. He just beats up a gang of thugs and they're like, Wardlow. So that's his name, Wardlow. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know, why not? I don't know. Why not? Why? Why not? Why not? I'll give him a chance. He looked big as shit. He looked like a super jacked Elias or something. A super but, jacked Elias. Can you, ima- I mean, can you imagine that? Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. All right. On to the main show. Let's start off the show. Let's kick off the show, Mike. Let's kick off the show. We got the uh, SoCal Uncensored versus um, how do you feel about Jurassic Express? <laughs> At first, yeah. So to me, this is kind of like, is this them like poking fun? Had like the Viking experience? This seems thing, like or? a Viking experience <laughs> thing. Yeah. This like I think it's so, yeah, but people love them so much that but they won't care and it'll get over anyways in spite of. If it's a joke. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. So Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Uh, just another fun match. It's impossible not to love the boy and the dinosaur. They're, they're <laughs> such a good pairing. Um, yeah. Marco Stunt, he's just so fucking. He, like, Alexa Bliss could fucking outweigh this guy <laughs> by 20 pounds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seriously. But yeah, Jesus lots of good Christ. wrestling here. High flying. Even Luchasaurus, he can do his moonsaults. He hits some big spots. Uh, Crowd's super hot for it, but eventually SCU, they hit, I always forget the name of it. It's basically a Mautzel driver, but like they do a moonsault and 
I pro- uh, and it probably has some kind of name. Yeah, but uh, so they hit that on Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt at the same time and get the win. So I guess they needed it. I feel like they haven't won anything on AEW yet, STU. Uh, you're right, but they've been. I think uh, they're always in the first match. That's all I know. Yeah, they, it's weird. A couple of matches tonight. A couple of matches they showed a win loss record during the entrance, but not for everyone. So I don't know. Um, in an effort to, they then they've said it. They say it that wins and losses are going to matter. You know what I'm saying? They, they say it. Uh, yes. They keep saying it. So let's uh, let's see it happen. Let's see it happen next and up. That's uh, that's what makes this next match so interesting. And even its place on the card when it said it was coming up next, I was surprised because we had Kenny Omega versus Pac, or they were calling him Pac all night. Pac. I thought it was. I thought it was Pac. I've been saying Pac. No. Yeah. Maybe Jr. was like, "Well, Pac, there's Pac out here. <laughs> like two Pacs occur." Uh, the match we weren't supposed to get ended up yeah, getting no, it anyways. So this was. Uh, so I'm sure this wouldn't have been the second match on the show if Moxley was here. But uh, yeah. Uh, we still get a good match. Lots of technical wrestling, chain reversals, working on the limbs. Uh, at one point, Pac does a moonsault off the top rope to Kenny, who is on the ground, and he like hits his foot on the guardrail. That looked pretty painful. That looked pretty bad. Yeah, I was like, he he doesn't know how narrow these things are. Yeah, they were pretty. These I mean, are, what if some like eight year old kid standing up? Some kid could have just got nailed by the fucking. Can you imagine that but, just getting kicked in like not no not it happening to you imagine watching some kid right beside <laughs> you get kicked in the face by Pac yeah. and then like his popcorn <laughs> goes everywhere that would be sweet that would be so uh. sweet anyways <laughs> anyways yeah. um Kenny you go on <laughs> yes Kenny's hitting multiple V triggers throughout the match but he can't can never get that one winged angel uh, get a bunch of high angle German suplexes all a bunch of stiff kicks uh, Kenny tries for that one-winged angel again, but Pac is able to hook in the brutalizer submission while he's on Kenny's shoulders. And Omega starts to fade, and he falls to the ground, and Pac still got it locked in. And shockingly, the ref calls for the bell. Kenny's knocked out. This was a huge surprise for me, for my whole everyone I was watching with. We were all like, holy shit. We were, we were all shocked at work. Yeah, so not only does Pac come here, he wins. Kenny Omega. They did a bunch of crowd shots, too. They were all doing, like, the, wins the by, hands on the head, open mouth. Yeah, the, oh. <laughs> so, I by, mean, they got, they got me for sure on this one. I thought Kenny was going to win, but, uh, yeah, because Pac, he's still with Dragon Gate. He, you know, who knows when he'll be back in AEW. This, uh, this was a fantastic match, right? Like, Pac didn't do, or Pac, <laughs> Pac didn't do much of his... This like the uh, the high flying that we know he can do. Yeah, the uh, the black arrow as it's now called. He didn't hit. Right. What uh, what did it used to be called? It's called something. The red arrow. Red, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's even darker and more evil. Right. The dark red arrow. The blood yeah. red arrow. <laughs> the crimson arrow. Yeah, that's great. No one no not no one hit their finisher. It's uh you know. Yeah. So and uh you know uh. A type of finish you don't see all too often. Type of finish you don't see all the time. And also, if Pac's doing them a favor, clearly they needed to replace that Moxley match with something huge. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and this was a good match. This was probably the only dude who was available. (laughs) So we're like, yo, you can go over. Just go over. Let's let's do like... still be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Crowd will still be stoked. But what I was stoked for was the Cracker (laughs) Barrel Clash. Uh, Cracker... Okay, so Cracker Barrel is a... uh, a restaurant, I think. Is it like Pickle Barrel? Or is it, uh, no, uh, I think it's more like a Montana's. 
Montana's. Or like a get, TGI Fridays. You know, there's like so you many. You can get your wings. You can there's get your so steak, many you fucking your... grocery stores down there in the States. Have you noticed that? Grocery stores? Wow, sorry. Restaurants. You know what I mean. Okay. And grocery stores. <laughs> there's like 20. Well, yeah. There's like 30 of them. Well, yeah, and fast food joints. You fast see food joints. Why is there so much food down? The Jesus prices Christ. are ridiculous. They're like 30 cent milkshakes, 30 cent fries, <laughs> That's too five cool. burgers for $2. That's too cheap. Yeah. That's and then too we're, cheap. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why they're all so fat. That's why they're all you so pigs. fat, Mike. God damn it, <laughs> listeners. Uh, so this is why I'm excited for this Cracker Barrel Clash. I'm hoping food's <laughs> going to be involved. And there were some biscuits at one point. There were some biscuits. There was no funny. cheese, though. Jimmy Havoc, was, Darby Allen, Joey Janela. Uh, the brawls See, the, that have been the, going along on being the elite, I don't know if you've caught those at all, it's just sort of, uh, they just set up a situation and then have the three of them just kind of come into frame and brawl and then leave frame <laughs> or kind of be separated, so, uh, the heat! See, now doesn't, uh, Cracker Barrel make cheese as well, like at the grocery store? Oh, that's a good block. point, maybe, maybe... I'm totally wrong about it being a restaurant. No, I do think it is a restaurant no, as well. No, uh, no. Well, either way, why do they have the biscuits there? No cheese. I, I was expecting to see some cheese platters or something. <sighs> That's um, a good point. That's a good point. You would think. But we did have the barrels. What if we it's had the barrels. Two different cracker barrels. Yeah. Like and, one uh, is just cheese. Like that's a whole <laughs> different company. Because I find it hard to believe that they're a rest, like a huge chain restaurant slash cheese. That makes <laughs> well, well. Let me let me say this to you. There's uh there's an A and W restaurant, and there's I can buy A and W root beer in store. <sighs> that's hyper specific though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> come on. Like it's <laughs> anyways. <laughs> what, at Cracker Barrel, they only use Cracker on Barrel cheese. <laughs> Well, yeah, they make a Cracker Barrel. They only use they Cracker only Barrel use cheese. Cracker Barrel cheese. Yeah. You can't buy the biscuits, though. <laughs> you got to come here for the biscuits. Yeah. Well, uh, let's so get on the cheese, though. This was pretty much a hardcore match, just with a different name. Uh, Jimmy Havoc had his stapler here. We had a bunch of chairs, tables, other plunder. Uh, at one point, Darby and Janela, they tape Havoc up to a chair, put some thumbtacks in his mouth, and then tape it shut. Uh, yeah, and some sunset flip bombs through a table, moon salts that completely misses, hits the ground. Uh, oh yeah, that one was that one was tough to watch. He just that hit one the ground hard. To watch, and, yeah. Uh, Darby Allen brings in a skateboard and had the bottom completely covered in thumbtacks. That was pretty sweet. That was <laughs> yeah, that was sick. That was sick. He jumps off the top rope and plants it down on Joey Janela's back. So that was a wild, very unique spot. And you can see the tax embedded in his skin. That was skin. a big spot. I liked uh, Jimmy Havoc just with his little stapler. He yeah, stapled yeah, himself he a couple times right off the bat. Crazy. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then we get what everyone was waiting for, the involvement of the barrels. The barrels! <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy Havoc, he's laid out on the steel steps outside the ring. And Darby, Abin, Darby Allen grabs a barrel. He climbs to the top rope with it, holds it behind his back, and he jumps... To down doing the coffin drop but jimmy moves out of the way so darby just crashes through the barrel on the steps he's out of the match uh <laughs> yeah that barrel shattered just right shattered uh, perfectly but there's still one more so janella brings the second one into the <laughs> ring uh, and havoc superplexes him off the top rope into the barrel but only his legs hit it so it wasn't a full smash uh so being the crowd pleaser is he is jimmy havoc he sets the barrel back up and hits his acid rainmaker through the barrel Covers Joey for the win. So this was a fun match. The guys gave it their all to entertain the crowd. Gave it their all, and everyone came out with a little blood. 
yeah, we got some blood. We got the thumbtacks, so the crazy skateboard, but the barrels. Everyone wanted those barrels. As soon as you see the barrels, you know they have to get broken. Oh, I, that's why they're that's why they're in place. It's almost <laughs> an insult to us if they're not. Yeah, so there you go. Jimmy Havoc picking up a big win. Big win for uh, Jimmy Havoc. Uh, next up, we did have uh, some tag action. Okay, so this is the f- this is the final match. Whoever wins this first round by in the World Tag Team Championship Tournament, whenever that is, and yeah. it's a stacked division, so you need all the help you can get. We have the Dark Order taking on the best friends uh, in in the Minions or what are they called? Yeah, Sorry, the Minions. Uh, I forget what they call eh. them. They got. The- Anyways, uh, yeah, this was, you know, no, it wasn't too bad, but I mean, it was probably the coldest match of the show, like for the crowd. Nothing too crazy going on in this one. Yeah, I think we're still not in on the Dark Order yet. Yeah, they know they're they're pushing them hard, but they're I don't they uh, but they do hit their finisher, the fatality for the win. And after the match, they continue to beat down on the best friends, and the druids come out uh, to carry them away. When all of a sudden the lights go out, they come back on, and the man Orange Cassidy is in the ring. My God, great- <laughs> I was so oh I so I'm watching all out with a couple of people at work who don't watch wrestling, but they're invested. I'm like, this is what we're yeah. watching tonight. And they're <laughs> like, OK, so we sat and watched it. One of the friends, I think he was trying to hide how into it he was. The other friend was like, this is actually pretty goddamn entertaining. Yeah. And they, so they didn't understand what was happening when Orange Cassidy just kind of came out, and I, I'm freaking out. You'd be like, oh, you got to watch this. I'm, oh, immediately pull up Orange Cassidy clips. Immediately. Yeah. The 15-second so man. <laughs> he got a great reaction here from the crowd. Oh, nearly everyone knows who he is. And, uh, yeah, he had his hands in his pockets. He did a suicide, fi- suicide dive. He gets back in, does the kip up. So, And then the best friends come in and give him a big hug. So everyone was happy at the end there. And a uh, little, little, little friendship formed, you know? Nothing wrong, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what his role is in AEW going forward. I mean, obviously, he's going to keep the pocket gimmick thing, but, uh, yeah, see how he's booked. See how he's booked, you know? What I, what I did hear recently, though, is that, um, like, storylines are going on on being the elite and the, sh- and the show. Okay, so they yeah. can still keep. That so it's going. all yeah. The uh, being the elite is kayfabe, and so is uh, uh, Cody has his own channel. Also, it's always like road to like the the or no sorry not the road to stuff. I don't know. Fuck, he has he has his own thing. He has his own thing uh. going on. But yeah, it's all it's all canon. It's all canon. Mike, you got to right. pay attention. I pay attention. Okay, okay. Let's pay attention. This next, let's pay attention to this next matchup here, uh, because the the winner of this match will face Nyla Rose for that women's world title on October second. Uh, we have Riho. We've taken on uh, Hikaru Shida. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, I like Riho. She always just seems so positive, and she's a good always wrestler. So always seems so positive. Great wrestler. Yeah. This match was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, Sheeta Sheeta was dominating early on, but uh, forcing Rio to fight back from underneath. But she's great in that role, like we said, playing that uh, that baby face in peril. Um, she didn't have the genie pants on this time, though, but that's okay. Wasn't she the one wearing the Aladdin pants? I, I can't I can't remember. Anyways, uh, eventually the finish comes during a back and forth exchange. Rio hits a crucifix uh, and spins it around into a pinning combination and gets a three count. So it will be Riho versus Nyla Rose to crown the first ever AEW Women's Champion. Real size advantage there. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, they had the belt on display, and it looks looks a lot like the men's, but looks nice. Looks nice. It looks nice in that yeah. little glass container there. It's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, on October yeah. 2nd, we're going to get a title match, which is uh, great right there. Um, before uh, Our last non-title match of the night, though, coming up is the, uh, the culmination of this uh, Sean Spears and Cody drama. Yeah, it's- after that... That vicious chair shot we saw, which Tony Khan has come out and said that will be the first and last time that you see a headshot. God damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> well, we'll see how they follow that because there was something kind of close to that later on. Are you? Um, s- because, like, he took, uh, it, he took it like a champ. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, we'll all I gotta say. We'll we got Sean Spears taking on Cody. MJF is there for some reason. Tully Blanchard is there for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Right? Okay. So uh, <laughs> okay. Star Trek. Okay. Star Trek. Yeah. Boom. He had a Star Trek entrance. <laughs> Star Trek entrance. <laughs> and his poor dog. Did you see how scared this dog was being out there? I did see the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, poor the dog. The dog was just like, fuck this. All the twenty thousand people yelling, screaming, loud noise going on. I think people were a lot more upset. Than, than than I was though. I was like, oh, poor dog. I wasn't upset about it. I was just like, oh, why don't you just let the dog go back? And just go let, hang just out. let the dog go back and hang <laughs> out, right? Anyways, anyways. Um, so I guess MJF gets to be there because Tully Blanchard gets to be there. Yeah, that's only fair. And then uh, the match starts going on. Yeah, Cody. He's aggressive right out the gate. He even yeah, if he, he clocks Tully right away for getting in his way. Uh, Spears you know. hits a big Death Valley driver to Cody on the steel ramp. Yeah, that was nice. Um, that was nice. There's something about a belt. Tully Blanchard's just fucking <laughs> yeah, with the, the official Cody's the whole time. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so fucking Tully. Uh, Cody hits the crossroads, but Tully distracts the ref, so MJF gets pissed off, and him and Tully, they go face-to-face. They start choking each other, uh, but Spears comes in, boots Maxwell, and then Tully, just, Tully starts kicking him while he's down outside the ring, and then Arn Anderson comes in. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, the legend. Out of uh, nowhere, gives a big old <laughs> spine buster to Sean Spears yeah, his, and just walk, gets the fuck out. <laughs> that's, that's all he can do. I mean, he got so a huge I pop. I think it's legally all that, he, or medically cleared. <laughs> He's okay, sir. You can only deliver a spine buster. And then Sean grabs the chair. He brings it into the ring, but Cody takes it away from him. Uh, he thinks about using it, but tosses it away. And then he hits the old Dusty Rhodes elbow combo. He grabs the chair. He throws it at Spears, who catches it. And then he receives a kick to the face with the chair in front. So that's kind of like a chair shot to the head. Kind of. And then Cody hits his crossroads for the pin. So another great match from Cody. I was a little surprised on this one again because I thought Sean Spears might win his first big match to establish him as a heel. But uh, no. Yeah, I was I, I was thinking the same thing, too. I was thinking less. I was thinking way less interference and more just the two of them doing that. Because there, it felt like at one point there was a lot of, I'm like, okay, I'm just now watching MJ, like, MJF fighting old man. This is what I'm watching. This is what I'm like, like in a suit. Like he's wearing nice. That is what it was. He's wearing point, nice yeah. pants. Like what's going on right now? This for me, I was yeah. hoping for a little bit more, but uh, poor Sean Spears. Yeah, because he was doing great on that road to All Out show. You got to start, dude. It's all canon. It's all canon, Mike. No, I mean I, I I've seen some of it, and I, that's why I expected him to win here because he's been booked pretty strongly. Yeah, and, yeah, looking like a big badass heel and. But we'll see. Got, we'll see. This those, is not the he's end. Got, he's got those contact lenses. Yeah, this is not the end makes, of the story. Makes though. them look cool. <laughs> you know. Uh, let's move on to our. Uh, let's move on to our our final tag match of the night in the uh, 
We have the AAA titles on the line in the Escalara de la Muerte. Yes. Which we uh, were saying, which... which we were saying all night, by the way. Like just <laughs> all of us we were saying like, oh, is it time for the Escalara de la Muerte? Yes. Oh, but, uh, we have the Lucha Bros yeah. taking on the Young Bucks. The Lucha Bros are the champs for our uh for our listeners at home who don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about a ladder match. Yeah, and uh with man. tables. Yeah, Does that make match, sense? <laughs> this match was insane. I thought it was going to be my match of the weekend until I saw that other Walter one. But still, this was the match of the night for me. Too uh, many spots to too many spots to name. Uh, I think Matt Jackson <laughs> n- rocks his head off of a table at one point. Oh, some of these landings that, are rough. You like, you know the we know you know he fell down home, and on the way. The his legs hit the about. rope on the way and like yes, just like yes. accelerates them even more. And there was another one when he got pushed off the ladder and he fell directly on top of it. Perfect. Uh, too many, was too can- many spots. No, but we have to some at least. Canadian destroyer off the top of the ladder through a table. That was pretty. That was insane. That, that was insane. <laughs> Can't forget that. Um, and then there's a uh, one of the Jacksons and Pentagons at the top of the ladder exchanging blows, and then I think it was Matt. He snatches his mask off, which is a big no. Huge course of booze. Penta falls off the ladder to cover his face. Um, but then, um, yeah, eventually they get back up. Uh, he gets his mask back on, and him and Phoenix hit the Zero Fear, which is like a coup de gras package pile driver, onto a ladder laid across the ring. Ooh. Um, and these aren't WWE ladders. They're not, like, made of wood. They don't break. These, these ladders were pretty sturdy. Yeah, they so felt- both Jacksons are dead now. So Penta <laughs> and Phoenix, <laughs> they climb the ladder, grab the belts, retain their titles. What an insanely good match. They're dead. Uh, they're dead legally. They're dead. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> um, and then after the match, there was uh, these hooded men in presidential masks comes out and attacks so Ronald them. Reagan and George W. Yeah, come out, George right? George W. Oh, yeah. Might have been Clinton. I couldn't tell for sure. But uh, They attack, and then they take them off, and it was Los Puerto Ricanos or something like that. They were in TNA before, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're so close. Santana and Ortiz, LAX, baby. LAX, LAX is yeah, I do. Here. But was it? But the, here they called them Los Puerto Ricanos. Uh, oh, okay. This was a. Uh, I, I I mustn't have turned the. Uh, I mustn't have turned it on yet. They're not yeah. LAX. They did not call them LAX as they were known in TNA. Weird. Okay, that's uh, that's but, fun. That's fun. But people pop. They do. They the crowd reacted as if they knew who they were. So. Well, there you go. There she goes. There you go. A couple. A uh, couple. So that's those. Those are our two big uh, signings. Or I guess our two uh, our two big things. I guess because we have a uh, LAX coming, and then we have Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah. Well, Orange Cassidy, he had already signed, hadn't he? I don't know. This makes aware. this makes it well, a, this makes it official. This makes it official. This sure. makes it official. Okay, it's main event time, folks. Main event. We're gonna get a brand new first time ever champion for the eight. Uh, whoever ah, you know what I'm saying, folks. It's Chris Jericho. First ever it's Chris AEW. Jericho, Adam Hangman Page, the AEW World Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Hangman. Yeah, Hangman comes riding out on a horse. The horse didn't look scared. It knows it could kill these people. Uh, the horse is probably. fine. Yeah, it knows. Uh, yeah, it was a bit hard to follow that ladder match, but it's still a good match. Uh, longest match of the night, so it starts a bit slow, but picks up as it goes along. We even get a blade job after uh, Paige hits Jericho with a big discus elbow. You can see the ref goes to check on Chris, and she hands him the blade, and as he gets up, he quickly does a little... <laughs> and he's got... <laughs> 
And then, yeah, he rolls over holding his forehead and he's bleeding. And uh, I think it's fine to have a blade job once in a while. It wasn't nearly as crazy as the Dustin one, but it still added something to the match. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with yeah. it. I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Paige, she's, uh, he's going for the dead eye all match, but Jericho keeps countering. But then he finally hits it, but Y2J kicks out at two. So I don't know if I've ever seen someone kick out of the dead eye, but uh, Jericho does here. Uh, I, I do not think that I have either. Yeah, so he goes for another one, but Jericho counters it and hits the Judas effect to get the three count. So Chris Jericho is your first ever AEW World Champion. It, it looked a lot better there than it did in that match against Kenny Omega. I don't know how Chris Jericho somehow sells an el like an elbow, but damn, <laughs> made it work. Uh, he gets the one, two, three. Yeah, JR sold it well, too. JR. He made it sound like yep. a big He's like, fuck off, there it is. He killed him. Oh, God. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, Jericho, he was even crying a bit as he celebrated. I think he was he was very honored to be given this this uh, this prestigious moment, the first ever inaugural champion of a new company. It's it's a big it's so big. Some tears. It's some tears. The heel even heels can cry, folks. Even <laughs> even even heels can cry. Yeah. You heard it but, here uh, folks. Yeah, you good match. Good good closing match. Probably the second or third best match of the show for me. It Nothing, was um, to me that latter match was the best. That ladder match was the craziest, one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, and that's crazy. and that's just that. That is just that, folks. Those are our two. Uh, those are our two pay per views. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, shortly after, it was reported that Jericho's he was dining at a Longhorn Steakhouse and he had left the belt in a limousine where it was stolen. No way. Are you serious? Yeah, so, uh, so this 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 is an ongoing story. Police are on the case. And then they, they reported an update that they had found it, but then they deleted the update. So we don't know what's going on. The case is still open, but it's it's reported under grand theft, like uh, like grand theft auto or not auto, but grand theft. So like a hundred thousand dollar crime and shit like that. Really? <laughs> so the belt has actually been misplaced at this moment. So hopefully they can get it going. Jesus Christ. But I'm sure this is going to be a storyline. They'll turn it into a storyline. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's already a storyline. Well, like, like the police are involved. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, if they're that committed, then good on them. Good, good on, on the, them. Uh, maybe maybe the commissioner is just a, a real big fan. He's <laughs> <laughs> just an AEW fan. Yeah. And one last AEW thing. They did announce one match for full gear. Or I just heard this announced. Uh, John Moxley versus Omega will take place there. The match we were supposed to get at All Out. Match we're supposed to get, so now we just have to build. Uh, now we just have time to build that match, I guess. Yeah. Right? right now it's in first gear. By then it'll be in full gear. Is that how that works? Uh, I don't know. Okay, that's 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 great, Mike. That's great. Da da da. Um. Well, yeah, those were our two pay per view shows, Mike. How about we take a break now, and then we come back and just kind of uh, run through our weekly shit, our our King of the Ring, our trivia's. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's take the break now and be right on back. We'll be right back. Mike, we're back. We're back with another week. Another second half of the show. Oh yeah, same week, same show. It's always as fun as the uh, it's always funny as the, fun as the first half of the show. Let's kick off the second half of the show. Uh, let's uh, let's let's jump on that Twitter let Twitter train. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Man, this one. Uh, God, he just keeps ranking him in. He's uh, he you know. 
cup a couple champions. He's a two-time champion or a two champion holder currently. Chris Jericho champ champ Chris Jericho, new AEW and four-time I guess he defended against himself in the first ever self-defense. <laughs> yeah, first ever. Um, these are great. You need to go on Twitter and find these yourself. It's like, okay, so there was on um, on AEW's YouTube afterwards was Chris Jericho walking around the backstage area with a microphone and uh, the belt and just talk, you know, doing his Chris Jericho, I'm the best, look at me, look at me go. And Twitter has compiled old music videos with uh there's one point when in this like when he's backstage and he's by like a bunch of like like a food buffet and cake and the champagne and he says get uh that some of that bubbly and now yeah. uh youtube or twitter and youtube has made or twitter and whoever's doing this sort of thing have done a lot of funny things with him <laughs> saying uh some of the bubbly folks at home you got i i wish i could show it to you you know what i'm saying <laughs> I wish I wish you could see it, but Mike, go on Twitter and see it for yourself. All right, I saw something after. I guess this was referencing that uh, after his belt was stolen, <laughs> there was like a a clip of Jericho in a hot tub, and he had champagne, and he's like, "Oh, he was gonna talk." It's like, first, let me have some bubbly or something. There you go. There it. you go. So I now it all comes around. There you go. It all comes around. There's your tweet of the week, champ. There's your tweet of the week, champ. Champ, champ. One of the belts is missing. Uh, for now. One of the belts is we'll missing. Um, Ours is here. It's locked up in the shoot studio. Uh, just ready uh, to go. Our, ready to fit. Yes. Our lawyer, Spud Goldberg, <sighs> has the key to the safety deposit box. <laughs> we just had to bring that back. Folks, we're going to give you some <laughs> trivia in a little bit, but let's just kick right off with uh let's kick it right off with Monday Night Raw. We're live from Raw. we're live from somewhere. Class of Champions is Hopefully Not two weeks for away. Another couple weeks. Oh, thank yeah. You're jumping Christ. the gun. Yeah. Thank Christ. And uh, so let's 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 see let's see where everything is going to happen there. King of the Ring, of course, keeps rolling on. We uh, we open up the show with the old contract signing, uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman and fucking Michael Cole, uh, yeah, moderating the, the mediator, moderator, the moderator, uh, of course. Um, you know, doing that kind of thing. And w- folks, do you think the contract ever gets signed? Uh, once in a while, once in a while, once in but, a while. Uh, yeah, they cut their promos. They talk about ha- having two matches the against each other and the tag title match against Rudin Ziggler. Uh, and then AJ Styles and the OC come out to interrupt. And then, yeah, AJ just cuts a promo wondering why Braun gets a title shot. All he did was look at the title. So he's like, come on, what's <laughs> this mean? It's like, if I'm the U.S. champion, shouldn't I be the first in line for for a universal shot? Who am I supposed to face? The first guy that comes and looks at my belt? So he's got a point. He's got, a point. got a point. AJ Styles makes a good point every time. Um, of course, uh, bickering often leads to a match. I've said it yeah, once. I'll, all... I'll say it again. I think we end up getting kind of like we come back from a commercial and suddenly it's yeah. like the OC against Seth and Braun for some reason. Yeah, because before they all get in the ring, AJ rips up the contract. So that nulls the match. The match is no longer... No longer, no longer on. So yeah, so we end, no we end up. Yeah, it's not even on the table. You can't just print a new contract up. Uh, <laughs> it's not that easy, Mike. You, you just have to can't contact your lawyer. It. Don't like our lawyer. <laughs> Don't. Uh, anyways, yeah. So we do get a tag match: Seth and Braun versus the the OC, not AJ, but he's on the outside. AJ's he, not. Uh, AJ's not there. But uh, yeah. of course, Rollins the, and Strowman get the win. 
Uh, was there a win? Uh, oh yeah, they yeah, do get the they, win. They yeah. do get the win, and yeah, then, but um, then right after the old lay everybody out. Yeah, AJ jumps in, attacks. They fight them off, but then Braun accidentally batters Seth, and then Ziggler and Rude come out and jump them. So the numbers game is too much, and they all start beating them. Yeah, they throw Braun into the stairs. They hold. They all hold on to him so AJ can hit the phenomenal forearm. So the OC, the heels, and Ziggler and them, they all stand tall to celebrate. Yeah, a lot, a lot of championships in one kind of feud right now. But, uh, I mean, I guess that kind of has to get sorted in a couple of weeks. AJ will have to face somebody for Clash of Yeah, Champions. he still does not have an official. So if he's going to get involved in that Seth Braun. Oh, know. my God. We'll oh, my God. Can you know. picture all three? We have a triple champion by the end of the night. Oh, my God. Just think about all the uh, everyone who's not. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I think Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode Yeah, well, there's stay. a quick thing that'll... There was a quick Cedric Alexander's backstage talking about his upcoming King of the Ring match. And then the OC just runs in, attacks him, hurts him. So that might affect his fight later on. So they're just uh, running amok. Yeah. But then we do get that tag match. Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus uh, Kurt, Ryder, Kurt Hawk and Zack Ryder. Easy win for Roode and Ziggler here. Uh, the super kick glorious DDT combo. So. Just keeping some momentum going for them, I guess. New team. They've won a couple weeks in a row now. New team. Who dis? Rude Zig. Rude Zig. Zig Rude. We have uh, we have women's action coming up next. Oh, do we ever? Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Uh, Jesus <laughs> so Christ. Lacey, she comes out with this fantastic little parasol and this nasty dirtbag. Natty attacks her from behind. Like, why? That's, come on. Uh, but they have, uh, this was a good match. It was, uh, I thought they worked better than Lacey and Bailey la- uh, did last week. Um, at one point in the match, Angry calls Natty, or Natty calls Lacey a nasty bitch. That's, that's nasty talk right I, there. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought, I thought I remembered hearing something. Yeah, uh, but then uh, Lacey gets her hanky up. She throws her hanky in Natty's face and then hits the woman's right for the win. Uh, so there you go. Good win for Lacey. She was bleeding a bit from the mouth. So stupid, stiff natty. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. It's yours. Good for you, Lacey, though. My Lacey's back on television. It's been much too long for me. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know, when Corbin comes back, that means that Lacey <laughs> Evans have to come back. Like, it's like the yin and yang of the uh, <clears throat> men and women's division, right? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, let's keep this women at women's action rolling, though. Yeah, we get the, the one of the biggest angles going on right now. Becky Lynch comes out to cut a promo on Sasha. Uh, she's here live. She's wondering, where's Sasha, though? She wants to tell her face-to-face everything. Uh, uh, yeah, she says Sasha doesn't have any reason to be whining. She was a centerpiece of NXT, and then when she got called up, she got to main event Raws and pay-per-views while Becky could barely get on TV. But now it's the other way around. Becky's the face of the company, and she knows Sasha's hurt by it. Because she has all that talent. And she could be the game changer. She should be where Becky is. And then Sasha does come out. So she is here. And she says, yeah, you're right. I was supposed to main event Mania and have all that. Lucky you. Uh, The only reason you got it is because Nia Jax broke your face. So Becky says, all right, let's just fight right now. Sasha says, nope, not for free. Not in front of all these people. So uh, next time I face you, it's going to be for that title at Clash of Champions. So... That's your match. Becky says, what bigger match than the man versus the boss? You got it. So there you go. Yep, there's your match. We're back. And we get the big, we get the big bitch bomb. Sasha says, 
after Clash of Champions, the man's going to be the boss's bitch. See, you catch those a lot more than I do. I more Because <laughs> they're allowed of, one per... Yeah, I more think of, <laughs> like, it. swears as being just part of vernacular. I, it's it's far, it's funny to like. They, well, I mean, for us, yeah. It's funny but, to curb uh, your uh, mind of like, like you hear, like I heard someone yell "bitch" on the fucking streetcar today. Like that's a normal <laughs> thing that people say. Yeah, but um, yeah, that match is gonna be sick. That's my main event for Clash of Champions if I'm booking the show. Well, Mike, and we all know that maybe one day you will. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we have some King of the Rings stuff. To, uh, to, yes, to get we to, are. Uh, to, we're quarterfinals now, I guess this is. We're f- officially on the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Now, yes. We have Cedric uh, Alexander, a slightly beaten up Cedric Alexander, taking um taking on Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, Corbin goes. He touches the crown again before the match. So bad luck. Hope you lose. Maybe not this one, but soon. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Cedric this was he's a heard, great he's match. A, yeah, great match. Yeah, a couple weeks in a row now. Corbin's been doing better. All of these King of the Ring matches so far have been. Uh, yeah, not a bad one. Not really. a bad one in the lot. I'm giving him that. Yeah, so Cedric, he's hurt. He puts up a good fight. Uh, takes a nasty spot where he's like hung upside down, and Corbin just slams him into the ring post. Uh, crowd was super hot for Cedric, man. They're buying in everything from him, but unfortunately, stupid Baron Corbin catches him with the end of days, gets the win, so he'll move on to the semifinals of the king of the ring yeah it was a it was a great match and i think if nothing else like giving people like cedric alexander like this guy was in a great match on tv isn't that what we're you're supposed to be doing book yeah. booking somebody yeah. doesn't matter who the hell it is put people in good situations good shit happens yeah yeah it's better it's better even losing this is better than what we see in the next when the viking raiders uh beat two more jobbers so no surprise here. I'm trying it to think. Nothing. I'm trying to think of like the job equivalent, like the not professional wrestling job. It'd be like you're a like you're a prof- like you're a professional chef, right? And you you have all these qualifications of being a chef, cooking, you know, baking, whatever it is. And a restaurant hires you, and they're like, you know, we're gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars a year to be a chef. And you're like, hell yeah, that's like the most money I've ever made in my life. Um, yeah. What what am I doing? Am I on the am I doing the grill? Am I preparing the this the that? And they're like, no, like we want you on the fryer, like you'll deal <laughs> with the French fries and we do waffle fries, and uh, <laughs> maybe some hash browns. Like how long of the job? How long can you work <laughs> at that job before you're just like fuck? I am a world class. Viking. <laughs> so what you're saying is the Viking Raiders should go apply for a job at a restaurant. Well, I mean, I think they would be as happy because they're doing they'd be doing as much it's wrestling at a restaurant yeah. <laughs> as they are here. This is week uh, six of jobber report. A lot. This is so many. Yeah. You know what? There have been a lot of jobbers lately, so much so that I think we need to like provide a news update for all of these jobbers. The first couple of times I wrote down their names, but I don't even bother anymore. Yeah, I know. But maybe if we turn it into a segment, we'll give these people yeah. give these vo- give these voices a purpose. Okay. Okay. We'll look at it. We'll look at. We'll look we'll into see. that for next week. But we'll hopefully, we don't see more <laughs> jobbers. Uh, what we do get next is a uh, our second King of the Ring match. King of the Ring tournament quarterfinals. Match. Quarterfinals. Yeah. We have uh, Ricochet taking on Samoa Joe. Two dudes who we would all love to see advance. In this tournament, but it's got to be one. Yes. It's got to be one of if them. Only there was a way. If, if only there was a way if to get. Only there was a way. <laughs> this was an excellent match. Uh, 
Samoa Joe is working over Ricochet's knee, and he hits a big exploder suplex into the barricade. Ricochet lands hard. Uh, later on, Joe gets busted open a little bit from a big elbow from Ricochet. Just a little bit. And then the finish comes when the Ricochet is on the top rope. Joe comes running up from behind, locks in the coquina clutch. But Ricochet is able to jump backwards, and they both fall off the top rope, land on their backs with their arms over each other. And the ref counts a double pin. And the crowd boos because they don't they you know they think this might lead to some bullshit where they're both eliminated and Corbin gets a bye. Oh, that's but, the uh, it could have worked the other way around. I never thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so the ref I don't know, I thought that's so the ref leaves the ring, he goes on the headset, talks to the video room, and then he just heads to the back and he's like, We'll make a ruling soon. So he just leaves everyone hanging. Um uh, then we get a new Firefly Funhouse after that. Well, let, let's just spoil. Let's just full spoilers on. Let's full spoilers on the uh, on the match. We might as well finish the story. <laughs> you want to know? While we're okay. here, the uh, the ref gets the official word, and Corey Graves goes backstage for some reason. But we get the yeah, official he... word that it was the, the 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 result is a draw. Therefore, the semifinals will actually be a triple threat. The two of these guys, Baron Corbin. Yes. So that's much better. Corbin was even backstage there to say, hey, I got to buy to the finals. So, nope. You're right. Fuck I never you, thought Corbin. that it could have gone the other way where it's like Corbin goes on for free. I mean, Corbin still could win. But, yeah, at least we get a we get a nice fun triple threat next week in MSG. Madison Square Garden. MSG, baby. Yeah, which they also have announced Stone Cold is going to be there for uh, take two of the contract signing. Well, yeah, my, if Michael Cole can't... Uh if Michael yeah. if Michael Cole can't uh, moderate your, you know, what's Michael Cole gonna do around Braun fucking Strowman? You think he's gonna like Braun? Braun, <laughs> easy there. Well, you know what? You know what I think has to happen next week. What? Uh, when Austin's there, we gotta have the Fiend show up. What bigger? What bigger <gasps> name to go after than Stone Cold Steve Austin? Do you think Stone Cold would do that? I think uh, I don't know. I think he's physically like can he can take a mandible claw. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, would he agree to doing that? Because he can say know. no. Presumably, there's, some kind, there's no. some kind of he thing definitely. in any of their contracts that they can't just yeah. call up Kevin Nash and be like, hey, Kevin, so <laughs> you're, no, you're, you're going to take a bump from this guy, from Baron Corbin. But uh, I think it would be a big, a big, big push to let, because, uh, yeah, obviously, any of, what name could he do it to that would be bigger than Stone Cold? That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, you say that, you say that big, big push to anything because Firefly Funhouse, we have a new episode this week. Uh, where um, uh, we're, he's challenging the winner of the Seth Rollins Braun Strowman match to a Hell in a Cell match. Boom. Yeah, so that's you know that's writing for the Universal Title. That's in October. That's uh, that's pretty I big. Know. I love the Vince McMahon that's puppet that just eats money. Yeah, I, so I get yeah, on money. I love that little thing. Yeah, he at first he was about to say you're fired, but then Bray pulls out a stack of cash and just feeds it to him, <laughs> and he fucking and. Uh, yeah, and then all the he gathers around the rest of his puppet friends, and they all he says that helps him cope with the fiend, and then he closes with the old "See you in hell." Let me. Did in. you see uh, the the little rabbit? What's? The oh yeah, he popped up for a second. He like said, "Help me with this." Yeah, it's like a whole sentence said, "Help me," and then he was like, <laughs> and then he just like it smacked him away. away. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, so that was good. Good. Uh, yeah. Another fire. So the fire five fun house. We still get new episodes now and then. And that's and you know, and the and if if the fiend's getting a push, if we're just and we said this, we said this. Bray Wyatt's gonna get a fucking rocket up his ass. Oh yeah. And this uh this could just be it. So he's gonna knock out Stone Cold, and then he's gonna go win the Universal Title in October, and, <sighs> and then face the Demon Balor at WrestleMania. 
for that title. The demon versus the fiend. Oh, but the fiend can't Yo. lose. That's too soon. He doesn't Mike. have to lose. It's in April. He doesn't have to lose. He doesn't have to lose. Wait, so he, but he's going to beat the, the demon. Can lose. <gasps> Mike, the demon can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? That Mike? makes the then you'll want to see the match. How can they book this? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Alistair yeah. Black. <laughs> Uh, okay Uh, i'm uh yeah this uh we'll follow we'll follow up on the fiend next week i'm sure um some singles action uh yeah the miz versus arrow uh yeah nothing not a bad match but i don't really have much to say about it miz gets the win with the skull crushing finale yeah i mean i guess these two guys were probably backstage and it was kind of like okay yeah yeah yep Uh, filler but at least it's not jobbers Right, yeah. I'd be yeah. I mean, I mean, Cesaro taking on a f- local talent is not is at <laughs> least you know that's not that's something nobody wants to see. It's one of the yeah. best wrestlers in the world, and you want to watch him fight Joe Magoo? <laughs> Hell no, I don't uh, want to. Let's get to our main event time. So uh, we were being advertised. We're gonna get this all. I think we were. They were telling us all night. Maybe I don't really know. Yeah, they were hyping up to like it's um, all the women's champions. And yeah, match. pretty much. It's kind of like what we saw. With the OC and Seth Rollins, but now with women yeah. for some reason. So we're getting Bailey, we're getting Bailey and Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss uh, and Nikki Cross. The, yeah. So yeah, there, there we go, folks at home. Yeah. You know what's happening right now, and um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, shortly, shortly into the match, Sasha the boss, Banks Sasha. comes right out there. I mean, they're best friends, you know. Like this is a yeah, this is Bailey. They were they're friends, so she's conflicted. Best friends, uh, one could say. Best friends, one could say. Boston hug. Uh, so the distraction just kind of allows Bliss and Cross to gain control of the match for a bit. But Lynch and Bailey fight back until Sasha just runs in and attacks Becky, causing the DQ. Sasha goes and grabs a chair and she hits Becky with it multiple times until Bailey comes in and grabs it from her. And then Bailey hesitates. She smiles and she nails Becky with the chair seven times. Holy shit. Wow. Bailey, real turn. We're going nuts. Everyone's going crazy. The Bailey heel turn. Yes. We've been waiting. We've been hoping for it for a Years while. Years we've been waiting for this. I thought this was perfectly executed wow. the way it was done. And the Boston Hug Connection is heels. They're back. Hopefully they get a new name that one, and a more heely sounding name because Boss Hug Connection really doesn't... I don't know. Maybe it'll be like ironic. Bring fear. <laughs> We're an ironic team now. The hug name. The hug part. But no, I thought this was an amazing ending to Raw. I want to see, you absolutely want to see where this goes and yeah, have them dominate as Raw and SmackDown's champion helping each other out. Like another, ep- another happen. great episode, uh, another great episode of Raw. These keep happening. Yeah, good ending, good ending. Yeah, they've good been on over, f- you know, ever since Paul Heyman and stuff came in, there's been a noticeable quality difference. Well, that's what they say. That's what they say, at least, folks. That was our Monday Night Raw. You know we're moving on to SmackDown before we do um, because we didn't put it after our halftime break. Uh, let's do yeah. a little bit of trivia. Trivia. Woo! Trivia. Woo! Trivia. I like that one, Mike. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got, uh, so I've, I've, I'm, folks at home, this is how it works. I ask Mike questions. He answers. He yes. asks me questions. Oh, I answer. Sometimes yes. the answers we give are the correct answers, and sometimes they're not. Yeah, sometimes there's other tricks and rules and follow-up questions in between, but you never know what to get. But Mike, today I have five questions for you. I also have five questions for you. Fun. Okay, how about you start first? Okay. 
Well, speaking of firsts, uh, Chris Jericho became the first ever AEW champion. So this week, I'm going to be all about the wrestling firsts. Ooh, fun. All right. So right off the bat, who was the first ever Royal Rumble winner? First ever Royal Rumble winner. Okay, so I'm going to say Royal Rumble happened in probably 19, like 84. That's my guess for the. That's my guess for the first ever one. So who was big in who was big in 1984? Oh, fuck, you know what? I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't say it if you did it. I know Ric Flair won one a bit later, and Hulk Hogan won a couple. So I'm gonna say Hulk Hogan. Uh, not Hulk Hogan. It was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Surprisingly, Jim Duggan. Uh, How? What did he do? With, yeah, what did so, he do with that push? Well, the first Royal Rumble, they did not have the uh, title. Uh, uh, oh, mania a title shot associated with it yet, so it was just kind of like a fun battle royal for the fans. So, hey, that's all it really was. <laughs> oh, that's it's basically the Andre the Battle Royal. <laughs> but Andre the Battle Royal, you're yeah, right. <laughs> I believe it was 1988, but there you go. That's a fun little nugget of history there. 88, there you go. Axon Jim Duggan. There you go, folks. Okay, uh, Mike. Everything. Um, you know, the boss is back. She's back. She's back. So I have a, uh, I have five Sasha Banks questions for you. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. Um, question number one. Who was... Uh, this one's going to be a multiple choice one for you. Who did Sasha Banks take on in her very first NXT match? We have uh, mm, just... Alicia Fox, Paige, Audrey Marie, or Summer Rae? Uh, so this was probably just regular NXT TV. NXT TV. Say, yeah. I'm going to say Summer Rae because she was down there at the time. I think. Summer Rae, the answer was Paige. Paige. Oh, yes. Paige. Alicia Fox was her first win. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. There you have it. There you have it. All right. First ever. First ever WWF champion. In the history books. Who is it? First ever WWF world champion. This is some old school shit here. Like, uh, so like the current iteration of the belt. Yes, the world champion. The wor- the, I'm just calling it WWF for, but yeah, the, the the one that Kofi's holding, the lineage that goes back all the way to the beginning of the company. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh my <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm just gonna say uh, Bruno San Martino. Yeah, he was the second. Second. So <laughs> you're very close. This first guy, he's more, yeah, he's a bit of a trivia name. It's Buddy Rogers. Buddy Rogers. Never heard, never heard the name. name. No, no. Yeah. He held it for like 30 days, and then Bruno was obviously the big guy. So, yeah, a bit of some tough, some tough stuff this week. This is old school. Isn't that funny? He held it for 30 days, and the next guy had it for like 3,000. Like 2,000, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must suck to be that dude. It was fun. <clears throat> Mike. There you go. Your next uh, Sasha Banks question. Before the boss and hug connection, Sasha Banks was in two stables. What were they? And bonus points if you can name who's in them. (laughs) Uh, There was. uh, I'm trying because I don't. There was two teams that came in at the same time. I think one was Team Bad. Uh, No, 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 wait, no. She was in Team Unity. Unity. Unity is one of the stables. No. Well, there was. She did call it Unity at one point. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Team Bad wasn't one of them either. 
Team Bad was one of them, but I was okay. looking for Team think... Bad and another one. No, no, wait, don't say the other thing yet. Don't say it. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So I, I, haven't bad... said, I haven't said anything, Mike. I haven't said okay, anything. okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So you, I also want to name the members of Team Bad. <laughs> I guess so if you can. I think it was Sasha. Uh, was Tamina in it? Yes. And one other. Uh, Naomi? Naomi. Okay, so that's the one team done. Is the other one an NXT team or is it a main roster team? Um, it was. Uh, I'm not. I'm. Not, oh, I'm not sure about that. I could not. I cannot definitively answer that. Because <laughs> I could just name other things. Uh, There's one know, specifically sure. I'm looking for. It might have been. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, you can tell me the name. <laughs> of it. What I was looking for see. were the BFFs with uh, Summer Rae, the beautiful, fierce females. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't have gotten that one, but. All right, all right, uh, all right, all right. First ever intercontinental champion. Oh this my God, Mike! I these know. are I, <laughs> I was, you're, I was, you're uh, just like first all the belts. <laughs> I promise you, the next two are more modern. So uh, the first three, I was kind of going in order of, or not in order, but of yeah, of, of prestigiousness. No, but I don't know. Uh, old, anyways. First ever Intercontinental Champion, if you can name it. Well, you know, I I know it's I know it's younger than the uh, than than the world title. Yeah. So it's probably it, still... it's definitely someone who I've heard of. I bet whoever it is, it's someone who I'm like ah, you yeah, know, like still an, uh, they're still like an old man nowadays. But exactly. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go on a limb and say uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No, but uh, I could give you another hint. He's uh, he he's he was a recent twenty four seven champion. Recent twenty. Oh, on the fucking uh... <laughs> yeah, that re the reunion night. Oh my all god! The old guy. Um, fuck yeah! Uh, they all look the same. They're all white people <laughs> with white goddamn hair and wrinkly and wrinkly fucking skin. Uh, <laughs> fuck! I. He's a Canadian. Oh, he oh, um, 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 Pat, 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 Pat. Oh my God, yeah. Pat Patterson. <laughs> Pat Patterson. <laughs> Pat Patterson. Okay. What uh, what there what year go. was that uh? The that I would have to look up, but I'm guessing like the seventies. Uh, wow. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. Okay. Um, Mike. Si. Si, senor. In 2015, PWI uh, gave a Sasha Banks match uh, the coveted title of match of the year. Oh, Who yeah. did she uh, go up against? That's Bailey at TakeOver Brooklyn, baby. Uh, boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Bonus points. Oh, yeah. It was an Iron Woman match. Uh, oh, so it wasn't TakeOver Brooklyn. Oh, wait. Oh, so they gave Iron Woman match? It was still Sasha versus Bailey. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what, that's what I was like. They gave the Iron for, Woman match match of the year? Um, yeah. Were, okay. Oh. Either. Oh, okay. So, so okay. I personally I rate the, the other one. one better. Yeah, it was uh, a 30, or like, yeah, it was like a 30 yeah, minute 30 min Iron Man. Yeah. Cool. Well, you got half points. You got the person right, yeah. but for the wrong reasons. 
But it, well, it still counts. Yeah, no, for their wrong reasons. For their wrong the other reasons, better. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. This one's more modern. The first ever NXT Women's Champion mm. was... I'm gonna say, oh, I think I think wasn't that match uh Char- I think it was Charlotte Natalia and Charlotte wins. It was Paige. Ah who but but Charlotte did win uh the second tour shortly after when Paige vacated. And I think Charlotte did beat Natalia, but it was for the vacant title because Paige got called up or something like that. Okay, yeah, because I feel like I can see the poster of like yeah. of like Sorry, Bret Hart they, 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 and Ric Flair both standing behind their people. Yeah, that absolutely did happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that absolutely did happen. It did, but uh, yeah, this was because they've they've been so weird. Paige basically did what the, actually no, she showed up. Yeah, she won the Raw Women's Title, and then they just made her relinquish the NXT. Well, title. it's not so fair. Yeah, and they they haven't always followed those rules. So well, it's like remember when Viking Raiders just wouldn't have their NXT belts on Raw? Yeah, they just they just gave them up. And look what they did with them. Uh, yeah, okay, Mike, I got your fourth question here. All right. <clears throat> With five picks per round in the 2016 WWE draft, which round was Sasha Banks drafted in? Uh, I guess it was pretty high up there either. She might have been, who was the champion? I'm going to say first rounder. First rounder, that's bold of you. No, the first rounder uh, that they would have picked was champ at the time, Charlotte Flair. Uh, Sasha Banks gets picked uh, in round three with the 13th pick. Round three. Wow. Fun fact, okay. though, with the 14th pick, SmackDown chose the man Becky Lynch. Uh, uh, yeah, she was still she was still the Irish last kicker back then. Fuck then, with her little steampunk goggles. Oh, I used to love that gimmick. <laughs> she can go back. She can go back to that look anytime she wants. The man, you don't like the man. I'm fine with the man, but I like the steampunk. Also, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. I, 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 you know, oh, okay. people, people, you know, it's like I like the cane mask, yeah. the the old well, school cane mask, cane mask. But then I like bald cane. You know, just like I'm a <laughs> I'm a dude in the real world. Uh-huh. Cane. You know what I'm saying? I I, I understand it. Or it's like uh, no, I like Triple H with long hair. And with a beard, and sometimes he has just the goatee, and sometimes yeah. he has none of it at all. No. You know what I'm saying? People do change their looks over time, yes. I, just, I like CM Punk <laughs> with no beard. Sometimes he has a beard. One time he had a mustache. Uh, yeah, he did. So like uh, Austin Matthews has a good one going right now. Oh, there you go. They might have to update the cover of NHL 20. <laughs> At least, like, the holding screen on, like, the home screen. They're, like, yeah. digitally, like, adding a little follicles. Oh, yeah. They can do that. Mike, what's your fifth question? Uh, all right. Final question. The first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner. Ooh. Uh, the Big Show. No, he was the second. Ah, Mike, I'm getting all these seconds. <laughs> Shit. But you're, 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 yeah, you're, you're. You're historically very very close, close to being I guess. Probably one year <laughs> off in most cases. Yeah, but uh, Cesaro. Cesaro. Was the first. There you go. Antonio Cesaro. Was this when he was Antonio Cesaro or just Cesaro? I believe so. Yeah, and he was probably. partnered with Jack Swagger and the uh, the All Americans, whatever. Okay, Mike. There you go. That's my five. Mike, your final question. Your final Sasha Banks question. 
what was Sasha Banks' last match? What were the? Let me say that again. Sorry. What was Sasha's bat? What was? Oh my God! I can't even say this. Uh, here we go, Mike. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. What was Sasha Banks' match last time she was at Clash of Champions? Huh, so last time she was there, not necessarily the last Clash of Champions. Or I guess it could be the same thing. Um, uh, let's say Sasha versus Alexa Bliss. You know what? That was a good guess because there is really only kind of like four people that could even be involved. <laughs> um, and that was part of the trick. I wasn't going to tell you. It was the most recent Clash of Champions uh, where she took on Charlotte and Bailey for the Raw Women's title. Charlotte oh, retained. Okay. Of course. That was a triple threat. Um, and there you have it. There you have it. A lot of good, good trivia. This was a good. This worked out well. These five questions yes. all uniformed fun. and unified. But uh it, it's enough. To, it's enough with organized, uh, you know, lines and symmetrical. Because we're going, we're going to a place where shit doesn't. Sh- sh- they do whatever they want on the blue brand. Yeah, but um, what I like here is we don't have to wait very long because we continue right where Raw left off. Pretty much, the, the, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the big, the big storyline. Bailey comes out to start the show. Mixed reaction, plenty of booze, and they're not in Canada, so she's a real heel now. <laughs> Um, you're, you're not in Canada got, anymore. Yeah, she's still got the inflatables and all that, so we'll see how long they stick with those. But uh, she cuts a promo here. She doesn't get it. Everyone's saying the same thing about uh, what went down. But, um, yeah, she, you know, she's like, you know, I'm she, it's my best friend. Nothing's changed here. I'm, I'm just trying to give people opportunities in this division and help people. She makes uh, a lot of think sense. Think about the kids. She makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Folks at home, what have we been saying since day one? Friendships. Yeah, she's loyal. She just wants to show it's what it the, means it's to be the, loyal. It's the only consistent thing in WWE, I think. Are, are they? You know what? They're great at making two people friends. Vince McMahon is great yeah, at taking lately, two people, good job. <laughs> making them friends. That's all fine and good. That's all fun. Uh, Charlotte comes down eventually, though. Yeah, Charlotte Flair comes out. Uh... Because Bailey's saying she wants to put the title on the map, give it, you know, make it, make it what Beck. She wants to get where Becky Lynch is, and uh, Charlotte's, yeah, Charlotte says, um, you know, blah blah blah. I am selfish. I'm the queen. And then Sasha Banks comes out. Uh, so Charlotte knows what's going to happen. She just jumps Bailey, but Sasha gets in, and they they team up on her. Bailey gets the chair. She hits Charlotte with it a bunch of times. So I'm loving bad girl Bailey. It's official, man. It's official. Uh, and then she hands a chair over to Sasha, who gives her some more chair shots. So crowd was chanting for Bailey at the end of this, and also booing. But yeah, they're getting they're it's good. It's is great. This is great. You know what? It's um giving somebody momentum into a championship match, and then having yeah. that momentum keep going forward is a great way to you know we're moving towards what's our next. I want to see them just dominate together. Like yeah, have Bailey help. Sasha beat Becky, and then Becky can help Bailey defend it, and they can just both be champs for a while and just dominate. That'd be pretty fun, too. Best friends. As best friends. That'd be pretty fun, yeah. too. Uh, we move on with some uh, King of the Ring action. We're back uh, round one. Round two. Round two. Round two. Quarter, quarterfinals, <laughs> quarterfinals on the SmackDown side. We have Ali and uh, Elias in what might be the best Elias match I've ever seen. Yeah, this was good. Uh the only thing, I, they changed his music recently. I don't know if you noticed. I think I did, but I didn't know what it was before. 
Yeah, there's two guys, like him and someone else, because they were both kind of generic to begin with, but this one's even more Gen- generic and less. Uh, but and on his way to the ring, he put his guitar on the throne and put the crown on it. So it was funny, but that's the curse. Oh, oh, uh, he, I don't know. He looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. He looks pretty yeah, good. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the story of the match here, Elias is working over Ollie's leg. So I think it was the leg, and then it was on uh, Elias's elbow. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Ollie, but Ollie, he's still doing his high flying. In spite of the injury, but eventually Elias hits the drift away for the win, so he advances to the semifinals to face the winner of Andrade versus Gable, which we'll see later. And yeah, this was great. I mean, you know, I know you don't like the way that uh, Elias looks up there, but do you think he looks better than Baron Corbin? On the king? No, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm saying if you had to, to choose <laughs> which one of those two guys you want to see oh, yeah, on the Elias. throne. I'm just saying he jinxed himself by touching it early. You're not point. supposed to You're not supposed to touch. But I would definitely... But, uh, yeah, so I'd like to see. No, I'm supposed but, to touch uh, it. Let's move over to some women's action, shall we? Yeah, we go first to Aleister Black back in his dark room. Oh, yeah, and he's Same all thing. like, yo. He's cut a promo. He's like, you know what? If they're not going to come to the me, I'm going to go out there. So he's, like, yeah. he said he's coming out to the ring and see if anyone will pick a fight. It's a good idea. You should have thought about that a little bit like earlier. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. It's like, you know, that's the way they've been doing it for the last 30 years. Fit, fit get my music ready. Yeah. I'm going out. Uh, then we get some women's tag action. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. Uh, nice to see those tag titles on TV all the time. Every week now they're on TV. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, there were less sexual glances this week. I'll admit. I was, and Mike, I'll, I will also admit, I was looking <laughs> for them. I, was put, I put myself in your weird little frame of mind. Uh, no, I'm not the, I, know I, I know I'm not the only one. The fact that Mandy Rose herself even addressed it. Um, anyways, they still do their sexual pose together where they go in. It's just a, they just a the, pose. You, they grab hands. They go in for this tight, interlocked arms behind lover's hug. Friends don't do that. I'll be honest. I have lots of friends. Um, <laughs> anyways... Uh, during the match, Alexa goes for the Twisted Bliss, but Sonya gets her knees up, and then her and Mandy hit their new tag finisher, which looks great. It's like a C-trigger with the leg sweep combo. looks awesome. They get the win, so they have pinned the tag champs. They must be next in line for a title shot. I mean... Which is the big culmination. I guess they have to be. I mean, I bet there's this... There's We need a match. They're like one of two titles that still doesn't have a match for Clash for of Clash Champions. For Clash of Champions. So. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. You know, this could be like a pre-show thing. It could be. Yeah. But what about the Kabuki Warriors? They they got their one shot on Raw, and now they're gone for the next couple. What, months. Is that how the women's division works? Okay, you get one shot. No, that's then, just how know. it's. Yeah, they're stupid. They're bad. Speaking of stupid, I miss them. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. have the Rand Man coming out to uh, you know address us and uh, cuts a promo. Just saying, all you know, he's he's the Viper. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, and in a couple he's weeks, he's going to take stupid. down uh, Kofi Kingston. He recapped beating Kofi last week, and you know, just all the shit that he's been messing around with the New Day. And he even says, like, "Hey, like, let's let's go for this bout tonight." Like, I'm in my speedo, and <laughs> he's always ready. He's always ready to go. That's how he gets you. He doesn't have yeah. his not ready to go outfit. That's why, yeah, the RKO can literally come out of nowhere. It can literally come out of nowhere. And what does stupid Kofi Kingston do? Uh, New Day's music hit before Tuna. He starts running down to the ring, of course. Uh, Who's waiting for him? 
The Revival. The Revival, those two guys, and they start all attacking. They get that stupid RKO, or super RKO, whatever we're calling <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, the stupid RKO. The FTRKO. Yeah, they all lay them out. So, yeah, Co- yeah, where's the New Day? Are they all beat up still from their last time? I don't know. I guess so, right? Or even they're sitting there thinking like, fuck, man, we're not going to go down there. It's going to be a trap. <laughs> and Kofi Kingston's just arc. like, yeah, I'm, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then they, they officially announced that Rowan Reigns will face Eric Rowan at Clash of Champions. For, and Rowan's got his first name back. They're calling him Eric but Rowan. But there's no games. championship. No, they're allowed to have like two non-title matches. And actually, I mean, I guess technically if it was a Clash of Champions, you would have champions fighting other champions. So really there should be like six six matches. Anyways. Uh, Anyways, uh, moving on. It's our last match of the quarterfinal of the King of the Ring tournament. We have Chad Gable taking on Andrade. Chad Gable advanced. He beat Shelton Benjamin last week. Um, And now he gets another strong, uh, another great performance here. Yeah, on the way to the ring, Andrade picks up the crown. Bad juju. Yep. I notice everyone that does it. Uh, but yeah, good match here. The crowd really rallies behind Gable, and they really bite in when he hits that beautiful moonsault for a near fall. Um, shortly after, he starts hitting some big German suplexes, and he bridges it into a pin, but Zelina Vega distracts the ref. Classic. So all, this mal- yeah, all this malarkey allows Andrade to hit his huge big back elbow. Uh, he goes for the hammerlock DDT, but Gable pulls off this awesome little reversal pinning maneuver, and he gets a three count. So huge win for Gable, who goes on to the semifinals to face Elias. Gable has been an underdog these last two matches. Even if like the there was, I think there was a week before, or two weeks before, where he was just kind of like around. And, yeah. Uh, and Shelton's just bullying him and, and shit. just yeah, and just being. I bullied. love it. Yeah, this I was love great. The push they're giving him right now. If he could make it to the finals, that'd be huge. And this is exactly it, right? Like you, you put in a you put in a tournament like this, and you expect, you hope for them to book some kind of breakout star th- yeah. that uh, that we can kind of get behind, right? And right now, yeah. I mean, we're- I mean you, you figure that the finals can't be Corbin versus Elias because that's just two heels. So I think one of them will make it. So then the other one that leaves it open to Gable or Ricochet. That's what I'm seeing. You know exactly. Or even what if we just get Gable Ricochet? There you go. And That'd be the best possible outcome. it's just fun, right? <laughs> yeah, and then everyone's fucking loving it. Yeah. We do get another match. So we'll see. Oh, sorry. What are you going to say, Mike? Oh, yeah. No, I said, yeah, we'll see. But we will we see. do get another match. That man we were just talking <laughs> about, Shelton Benjamin. What I was going to say. Alistair Black is <laughs> coming down to the ring because uh, he was yeah. all like, Shelton yo, what's the, the deal? Plate. Shelton Benjamin's here. Yeah, so this is two weeks in a row for Shelton Benjamin. Uh, we haven't seen Alistair Black in a little while. But, uh, yeah, the match happened. Yeah. And he got Black yeah, Mask. little... Got that black mask for the win, so yeah, still no real feud for him yet. Yeah, this was like that Cesaro Miz match on the other card. It was just like it just needs to happen, and then uh, it'll be a little bit of time, a little bit of time to kill before we're getting uh, some um, some Sami Zayn Shinsuke Nakamura hijinks. Uh yeah. Well, there's some 24/7 champion stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to recap? We want to get all that down. Yeah, so Drake Maverick, he's backstage with his wife, and then the Singh brothers come back. They've been remember them. They jump him, and then Grand Metal League comes wheeling by on an equipment cart, and then the B team come in and ambush him, and Bo Dallas is able to roll him up from behind for the three count. So new champion, Bo. He runs off with the belt, and Drake just looks mad. 
And then, yeah, then we get into that Nakamura stuff. Well, let's 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 keep all the twenty four seven info. Well, it's rolling. all related. It's all because it all comes out after, it's hard, right? It's hardly, Nakamura it's hardly related. No, Nakamura. I'm just gonna get to it. Nakamura fights a jobber. <laughs> he fights a jobber. I said it. The dirty word. Yeah, uh, it's a swear. And then Sami Zayn was just narrating the whole match on the microphone, just talking. And then, because it did happen right after, right after the match is over, B team comes running out through the crowd. The gaggles there. Uh, Curtis actually tries to protect Bo, but Drake comes in, rolls him up from behind to win back the 24-7 title. Drake escapes up the ramp, and then the camera uh, pans over to the King of the Rings set. And I, they did a good job here, because the cape just drops to the ground, and our truce underneath sneaks up behind, rolls up Drake to become 14-time 24-7 champion. 14-time. Christ, eh? Yeah, he's gunning for that all-time WWE title record. Who? who? Not the world title, but the hard, Raven. The hardcore title? Yeah, Raven won it like 28 times or something. I think Truth can break that. Jesus Christ. He's done it 14 in like the matter of six months. So. <laughs> At this rate, yeah, he'll keep going. It's main, yeah. it's main event time. It's main event time, folks. This is the match we've been waiting for all night. It's Daniel Bryan. He's apolo- He's expecting well, an apology. Match. Yeah, it's, And it's a war of it's words. Face to face. It's a war of words. It's That's Daniel Bryan, words, yeah. Eric Rowan in a, in a war of words. Yeah, Brian cuts a promo saying that because of Rowan, people think he's guilty by association. And, you know, he, people, name, they don't always agree with what he says, but nobody can say he's a liar. So he's demanding an apology from Roman Reigns. Demanding an apology. Yeah. So out comes the big dog. Uh, but before he can do anything, he's jumped and attacked by Rowan. Uh, Brian goes to stop him, but he gets shoved away. So Eric Rowan beats down Reigns for a while. And then he grabs a microphone, cuts a promo of his own, saying, The joke's on you, Daniel. Or, yeah, Daniel Bryan's worse than anyone. He thinks he can control me. I'm not a pet. I'm not a puppet. You slapped me last week, so step in the ring now. Show me how man you are. Slap me again. Uh, yeah, so Rowan, he says he's proud of everything he's done to Roman these last few weeks. And the pain he's going to feel at Clash of Champions. And then he nails him with the steel steps and gives Daniel Bryan the iron claw through the announce table. So he stands tall. Big Eric Rowan. He's beating everybody up. And and this is great. He looks real strong. So he's getting this match with Roman Reigns. I guess. Yeah. So I guess Eric Rowan killed Roman Reigns. Or tr- yeah. But Daniel Bryan, are you convinced he had nothing to do with it? I'm I'm skeptical about this whole thing. It seems <laughs> yeah, like too weird the... of an easy payoff for them to. Yeah, I don't think this is for them to one the final no, resolution for them to one week be like it's an Eric Rowan lookalike. And then yeah. next week, be like, no, it wasn't. It was just Eric Rowe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think this is the end of it. This is not the end of it. No. <laughs> but, yeah, eventually we are going to get Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, right? It has to lead to that. I guess. Yeah. I think yeah. I think uh, yeah, he, is, he is certainly the mastermind of where the hell is going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. That was uh, SmackDown Live, and that was our wrestling week up until right now. Yes. Big week. Big week of wrestling. It was a big week of wrestling. Before we go, though, uh, before we sign off for the night, um, I think we just have to hit up our Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. A lot of uh, content, yeah. a lot of, of source material, as it were. This, 
yeah, this was a tough week for me, but uh, it was not so tough by the end of it. Um, I'll go with who do you got? Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. I'm putting over that match even more. I was, you know, at first I thought it was going to be one of the tag teams in that ladder match, and then maybe Bailey after that great heel turn. But no, Tyler Bate. Watch that match. It's fantastic. Watch that match. Yeah, Mike. That's something I have to get to right away. Yes. Right away. Um. Yeah, I got to give uh, my wrestler of the week to the Lucha Bros. Um, yeah. It, you know that was that was my favorite match of the night. I had a lot of fun watching it, and God damn it, oh, yeah, if this insane. isn't supposed to be fun, then what is it supposed to be? <laughs> no, it was that tough. Was everything the you Bucks, want. the Bucks are the Lucha Bros. When it gave it to Lucha Bros, just because that uh, the Destroyer through the table was too much. It was either going to yeah, be the Bros insane. for the Destroyer through the table, or the Young Bucks for Matt Jackson hitting his head off the side He's of the table, dying and, di- and yeah. dying. <laughs> He's dead. He died. He uh, died, but he got wrestler of the week. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you go. Uh, Mike, that's all the time we have uh, for this week. That's it. Uh, next week, we can finally preview that Clash of Champions. <laughs> that we've been, that That'll I've be. been so eager to preview. I've been waiting. I'm just waiting yes, every week. We, uh, I keep thinking it's so Clash we, of Champions. And they do. They, they. I think they need to book a 24-7 title match as well because they say every championship it would only be fair. It would only be fair. It's only fair. It's only fair. It's only All fair. Right. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. You know where to find us. Apple Music, Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play. Google Play. There it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mike, uh, that's about it f- for me. See you all next week, and we'll see how those ultimate teams are doing. Okay, we'll see you all, we'll see you all next week. See you in <laughs> chill. The world of chill, yeah. baby. Whoop, whoop. Okay, bye. Too sweet. Whoop. <laughs>